This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Greetings, I am Barry. If you're searching for answers, spiritual help, clairvoyant readings, healings, crystals, books, incense or jewellery, you need to go to Infinity, Hamilton Spiritual Centre, in the new premises at 550 Anglesey Street, or you can phone us on 838 1838. This is your link between this life and the next. Become the change the world needs today. Hi, um, now today in our series of um, Who's at Infinity, but not necessarily all the time, we've got Gary back with us today. Hi Gary, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks Barry. Hi, good, good. to be here. Um, now, go on, you can explain exactly what you do. <laughs> <laughs> good question, yeah. What do I do? Well, I guess, firstly, I'm a uh, naturopath and I've been in practice for over 20 years. But I'm also a building biologist, so I'm a certified building biologist, uh, following training I did prior to my naturopathy, in fact. Um, so I have quite a wide range of training, quite a wide range of skills, and like to um, work with people to obviously improve their health and well-being. All right. Yeah, it's a building biologist. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, building biology, I did training basically from uh, knowledge that was used widely in Germany and throughout Europe. This was, once again, going back almost 30 years ago now. Uh, and it's all about our built environment and how the built environment influences the human organism. So we look at building materials, colours, shapes, forms, uh, the electrical environment and a whole host of things that all can potentially influence how we feel. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, that's... I didn't realise it was a, um, you know, it was a, an exact science, that, yeah. Yep. Yeah, oh, sure okay. Is. So, yeah, well, I mean, everything affects you, because, eh? you you know, we're all vibrations, so... Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So things we talk about on the show are 5G, fluoride, <laughs> 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 all that sort of stuff, you know. Yeah, um, well, yeah, and I guess on that, Barry, uh, within building biology, a big part of what I was taught is this whole thing around our electrical environment, and we, we use the term electrobiology. Oh, yeah. And, of course, our bodies are a very sensitive electrical device, essentially. Mm. So when we're throwing all sorts of additional electrical energy into our living space, I think it's kind of naive to think that that's not going to have some sort of effect on how our body functions over time. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and I actually have my background prior to naturopathy. In fact, you know, as a, as a young guy, when I first uh, left school, I became an electrician. And so as a re registered electrician, we never talked about any of the potential negative effects oh. of high-frequency fields or electrical emissions. The only yeah. problem 
was you could die from having an electric shock. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a there's a long way between being well and dying from electric shock. Um, yeah. uh, and uh, so, with my old knowledge as a natu- as a electrician and this new uh, information I was coming across, I, I specialised in the area of electrobiology for quite a number of years. So, oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. So I would I have a bunch of uh, instruments that I have in a bag and I pack my bags and go off to wherever I needed to actually test and, and measure what's going on in people's oh. homes. Yeah, yeah, because uh, the, the, the new 5G is what, the same frequency as water? It's, yeah, it's got some similarities there. Yeah. And there's certainly some concern as to the, the benefits <laughs> for us of 5G. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fact being that, you know, that frequency affects water and we had 90% water or whatever you know the body so yep. yeah there's a lot of there's the whole group of people who are anti <laughs> and then there's everybody else the government and all the people are pushing the money side eh? yep. yeah yeah unfortunately there's there's little um recognition of of the level of research that is already out there that yeah. that consistently shows yeah this is perhaps not that good and the way I look at it, it's another form of stress. And we know that whatever form of stress we've been subjected to, it's going to have a negative effect on your body's physiology, on your ability to just do things normally. Yeah. So yeah. if we can recognise and, and reduce or eliminate any sort of stress, we're going to be much better off. Yeah. Yeah, because Bruce Lipton, I mean, you know, he, he's been on a you know from a genetic point of view he's been on about that that the environment affects you it's not genetics eh? Mm. you know genetics is part of the picture but it's yeah the environment you live in that that's going to push the buttons and turn switches on and and turn it off as far as our genetic expression yeah so yeah because there's been some schools that have um have done away with wi-fi in the schools in some areas yep thankfully which is kind of nice yep unfortunately those schools are Relatively few and far between. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, you know, from from all my years in radio, there's thousands of radio waves flying around the world. Have been for donkey's years, you know. Mm. My my father-in-law was a radio ham, so you know, he talked to people all over the world. Yep. You know, on the old system. <laughs> yeah, and this is that the system has changed. Our bodies potentially while we do adapt to things uh, it can take time you know mm. and so in the interim uh, it's another form of stress and the negative effects of that stress are certainly seen and felt by uh, some of those more sensitive um, of us yeah 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 okay i remember a um, an image a guy produced some years ago and it was if we could see all the different types yeah. of radio waves and electrical energy that's beaming around every day We'd be blinded by, you know, the activity. Everything from radar to these days to 5G to radio signals from radio stations and and, uh, telephones and all the rest of it, you know, there's just so much activity. Yeah, yeah. Well, as I say, I mean, before when it was only AM radio, you know, that was long wave radio, and then we went to FM, and then in 2011 they changed the bandwidths again, and introduce more and more, so it's it's so fine now between, yeah, you know, same. between the numbers. Yeah. So it's just squeezed them all in. So there's, you know, if you've got a Japanese car like mine, it's a murder. It's a nightmare <laughs> trying to find trying to find what you're looking for. 
yeah, <laughs> so many stations. Yeah, it is, and that's just one one level, I guess, of of uh, influence yeah. on our body. Yeah. So what? Um, how do you sort of combat that? Yeah, there's there's lots of tools, thankfully, out there these days, which uh, we as individuals can can uh, choose to use. Um, I guess it's first acknowledging that that these things can potentially cause a problem, and then um, probably one of the bigger bigger areas barriers, even simple cell phones. You know, the the fact is that the vast majority of People, young and old, now carry a cell phone all mm. day long. Mm. Yeah. Some of them unfortunately sleep with the damn things. You know, <laughs> that's not a good look. You know? <laughs> it's the last thing your body wants mm. when you as you put your head on your pillow. But um, searching out the different clever devices out there that can help to uh, neutralise to a degree or mitigate the emissions from your phone, I think, is an important first step. Mm. Um, and there's there's quite a range out there uh, of, of products. In fact, with a colleague, um, I myself created a simple little, it's called a, we just refer to it as a phone disc, and it's oh. a clever design of, of uh, numerals and letters and sacred geometry, all just in a disc oh, uh, okay. with a sticky backing that when we apply that to the phone, uh, the phone no longer has the, the uh, stress effect on the body. Um, so, yeah, even something simple like that is kind of a good starting point. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, because we've got um, what are called ready safe, which is a similar sort of thing. That same idea. For sale in the shop, yeah. Yep. Um, and then um, the same people do the Solfeggio frequency, what do you call them? <laughs> um, yeah, there's a oh, whole host. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a whole host of devices that uh, some of them are, are static. Some of them you plug into an electrical supply. Some of them are portable and might have a battery in them. Yeah, there is quite a range of, of different products out there. It's, I guess it's about us as individuals, sort of, firstly acknowledging that there might be a problem, then looking out and, and just finding what really what really sits sits comfortably with yeah. them. Because unfortunately, there are. Of course, people out there are selling things that are perhaps not what they're trying to tell you they are. So you yeah. really got to tap into your intuition and and uh, and uh, go from there. Fortunately, when I have somebody physically with me, um, the type of muscle testing that I use, I can clearly show them. I can get them to actually use their their phone for a period of time, and I check some of the acupuncture points on the head. Oh yeah. And of course, when you use a phone with no protection on it those acupuncture's points generally weaken okay this is the stress effect on the body so then after a few minutes i actually get them to then do the same thing use their phone make a short call and once again i go back and reassess those acupuncture points and uh happy to say that when we stick one of these little phone discs on those points test good as gold again so it's it's obviously getting in and doing what we designed it yeah oh cool yeah, because you, um, your other herbal sort of side, you use use um, muscle testing, eh? I use muscle testing. I use a technique known as quantum reflex analysis, or we refer to it as QRA. Oh, okay. And yes, uh, as you've experienced recently, Barry, we're mm-hmm. using a um, uh, the body's wisdom, basically, to tell us what's going on. So by using this technique, we can then 
zoom in on acupuncture points, so points that have been proven over, over the years that relate to a different organ or a different system. And uh, by using this muscle test, we can see if that acupuncture point is good or not. And if it's no good, we then can go about finding remedies, whether it's vitamins or minerals or herbs or homeopathy, mm-hmm. um, to actually strengthen that point. And, uh, yeah, it's a kind of nice way because it means we're taking the guesswork out of this whole process. You know, right. Before yeah. I learned this technique, Barry, you know, I would have reasonable uh, results for my, my customers. But, of course, it was, you know, someone comes to see me and they've got a, a liver problem or a digestive problem or a skin problem. We can use... You know, I can use my training and my knowledge to sort of determine, well, yeah, this is not right, so we perhaps need this herb or that vitamin, but it's still just an educated guess. Whereas with this muscle testing technique, we're essentially getting rid of the guesswork because the body has that innate wisdom. So if we're able to tap in and read that, uh, we're going to get it right pretty pretty much all of the time. So it's a cool process, and I just uh, find that... um, yeah, being able to do things without having to guess is a kind of much better way to, to get on. Yeah, because that's, I mean, that's the thing. You're, it's actually your body that, you know, you go to doctors and they do all sorts of tests and different things, eh? But muscle testing is it's your body deciding what's needed, eh? You yeah. know, rather than take these pills to come back. You know? That's right. And and the the nice thing with that, Barry, too, is that we can do that without having to um, you you might might recall without actually having to physically identify the particular product okay so when I'm testing um, and say you've got a, a, a weak point uh, an acupuncture point that is associated with the liver as an example I can then uh, bring different samples into the body's energy field without saying anything and of course your body straight away will resonate and if it's the right thing uh, we'll get that sign from the body saying yes this is the one I want mm. out of all those different minerals or all those different herbs it's this exact one and uh, and we can refine that down to the exact dose required as well yeah yeah it's an amazing sort of system eh? yeah, yeah. and it, yeah the system was developed by a, a naturopathic doctor in the states who himself was actually really unwell Fortunately, through uh, his knowledge and, and work with a colleague, he was be able to uh, regain his health um, and went on to develop the, the technique that I use today. So, oh, right. yeah, yeah, quite okay. an interesting story. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's so many stories out there, right? Hey? <laughs> <laughs> you know, heaps and heaps of stories on, on different things. Um, so... How did you sort of get into, you know, what you're doing? Is it from years, you know, when you were young or what? Not really, no. I, I always had a an interest and a love of, of nature and and uh, the balancing or nourishing effect of nature was always important to me. I didn't really recognise that as a young person, but um, uh, looking back, it was kind of obvious. Um, and... Fortunately, I myself haven't been through any major health challenge. Uh, a, a lot of naturopaths do, unfortunately. They, they themselves are often presented with a major health challenge and have to climb the hill and find the <laughs> answers. Um, fortunately, I'm one that observes a lot and uh, had, a, had an interest 
at a at a particular point in time in my sort of growth in natural health and living a better life, essentially, and uh, was led to firstly uh, retailing in the natural health field. Um, I was aware that I wanted to be able to eat better quality food, so I would source wherever possible organic produce and so forth and ended up owning a little uh, health food store where I sold all sorts of organic produce uh, as well as um, various ranges of supplements and so forth. So Mm. for about five years I had a health store down in the Bay of Plenty. And uh, that was an exciting time, and that was when I actually studied my naturopathy. So while operating a store for six days a week, I also took on study and uh, did a a naturopathic diploma, which I completed. And um, at that point, I'd kind of had enough of the retailing world, so it was time to set up practice, set up the clinic, and uh, have have been doing that ever since. All right. Okay. All righty. We'll have a little break. We'll have some music. This is um, is one of our friends, Seeker. Oh, and Caitlin, I think. Oh, 
Well, there you go. That was Seeker, and that that track was called Earth Dance. Earth, no, Earth Trance. <laughs> That's off the Earth album from way back. Now, next Thursday is the 24th, and on the 24th there is a full moon in Capricorn. So we thought we might get um, Pam Gregory, Pam Gregory, to talk a bit about uh, what's what what's going on with that. Hi everyone, Pam Gregory, Astrologer. I'm going to be talking to you today about the second half of June and the full moon that we have coming up in Capricorn on the 24th. Just before I start to talk about all of, of that, and I'm sorry I have to mention this, um, some of you may be aware that there's someone who's been impersonating me on my YouTube channel for several weeks now. And I've tried to do everything I can, change passwords, report many times to YouTube, but nothing is changing. And just to, I, what I don't want to happen is for you to lose any money. And this person, whoever they are, um, is using my photograph, usually responds to your comments, he re replies to them. They often start with using the, the word beloved. And they're asking for money for a Nigerian orphanage, which sounds like a very worthy cause. But if they're dishonest enough to impersonate me, then they're dishonest enough to take your money. So to the right of their comment, you'll see three little dots coming up. If you can just click on those and there's a report option there, I'd really appreciate it because it's getting very tedious and I just don't want people to lose money. So let's go into the astrology now. This, I think the next few months are going to be intense, <laughs> sorry to say that, intense, fast moving and revealing a huge amount of truth. Equally, there's going to be a lot of blockage on that truth. But I think it's going to be, we are going to be moving in leaps and bounds despite the efforts. This is all the Saturn Uranus square. That's the dominant aspect for this year. I've been talking about it all year. I'll be talking about it for the rest of the year. I'll be talking about it next year because it's still um, operational all through next year too. So the big theme in this is control versus freedom. And it's also about control versus truth as well. So it's very clear to see how that's operating in society right now. And I think what's also interesting around this issue about truth, because much will come out this year, but it won't always be easy to find because there are going to be some blocks, Saturn or constrictions on finding that truth. Equally, for those people who are trying to hide the truth, let's say, those individuals or organizations, ultimately Saturn is about consequences, the consequences of those actions. And it feeds into the bigger picture, of course, of Pluto in Capricorn, which is all about, and it's going to stay there till 2024, all about uncovering any corruption by people, organizations who do not have the highest integrity, truth, transparency, and accountability. So it's very interesting, and this is going to be a very hot phase in the next few months around all of those themes. Now, we have the summer solstice happening on the 20th of June. This is when the sun enters Cancer. And 
although we've had waves of, of cosmic energy coming in all through this year, I think we're going to get a particularly big wave of energy running into that summer solstice. So this is an excellent time to meditate, to set intentions for the, the life you want for the future. It's very, and what's interesting about all this is that we, we, we really are shifting individually and even collectively because the light is upgrading us. I've talked about this a lot. It's upgrading every cell in our body. It's very high frequency crystalline light. And I think we're going to get another big surge, as I say, running into the summer solstice. So use it well. Something I'm doing personally, I'm actually dowsing. I've got a pendulum and I douse my own frequency every now and again. And I douse the collective frequency. And it really is going in jumps. So just know that, you know, know that this is supposed to be a time of, of quantum leaps and much, much more to come. So at the summer solstice, the most important aspect here is that the moon is at nine degrees of Scorpio. And that is forming a T-square to the Saturn-Uranus square because the moon is opposing Uranus and square and Saturn. So again, it is highlighting the intense emotion that the people, the moon, the intense emotion, Scorpio, people are feeling around these issues of control versus freedom and truth versus lack of truth, let's say. So the emotions are going to be high at this time and intense. On top of that, on that day, Jupiter moves stationary retrograde at two degrees of Pisces, and it's going to stay at two degrees of Pisces for the rest of the month. If you have anything around two degrees of Pisces within a couple of degrees, either way, this could be a very important time for recognition or reward or some kind of success for you. So be aware of that, it can be very, very positive. But also, of course, it is in the sign of Pisces, and Pisces is the sign of sensitive emotion. It's a water sign. So Jupiter is going to expand that emotion further. So whatever we're feeling, there's going to be a lot of it, a lot of feeling and emotion. Whenever a planet changes direction, becomes stationary, its, um, its archetype is magnified. And so this is about really having a, a bigger visionary idea of your future a bigger visionary idea of your future that has much more spiritual meaning in it. So it's really positive at this time. Jupiter will remain retrograde until October. It's actually joining the retrograde party of Mercury, Saturn and Pluto. They're all retrograde. Mercury actually moves direct on the 27th. So as Jupiter is moving retrograde, Mercury is moving direct, so they almost, almost kind of swap places. But, but Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter all stay retrograde until October. And I mentioned this in the last video. Pluto then moves direct on the 6th of October. Saturn moves direct on the 11th. And Jupiter moves direct on the 18th. So we're going to have quite a sea change in energy then. While they are retrograde, and Neptune's going to join them in a moment. I'm going to be talking about that. There's a feeling of... Firstly, with Jupiter, unraveling belief systems, because that's what Jupiter's linked to as well, unraveling belief systems, uncovering 
truths that are going to change your belief systems or <clears throat> change the belief systems of many people. But because so many of them are moving retrograde, there's almost a feeling of kind of change of direction in society to some extent as well. It's going to be very interesting to see how that how that plays out for us. But certainly October is some kind of turning point energetically if we look down the down the timeline. Then on the 24th of June at 11.39 a.m. Pacific and 7.39 p.m. UK time, we have a full moon at three degrees, 27 minutes of Capricorn. So see where this falls in your chart. If you don't know, you can download a free birth chart from my website, pamgregory.com. Go to this link above. You can get a two-part video series from my store that explains very simply, comprehensively, how you can find these points in your chart and what it means for you with every update I ever do. So that's a great way. If you've got a what does it mean for me question, that's that's the place to go. So this, see where it falls in your chart because this is a culmination, a closure, a completion of some kind happening for you in that area of life. Also, full moons very often shine a light on what we didn't know before. They often reveal things, and that's going to be very interesting with what's happening to Neptune in just a few hours. So, again, the big aspect here is Saturn square Uranus. It, it only became exact in its second square on the 14th of June. So this isn't this is only 10 days later. So they're still very close in square. Jupiter here is sextile, the Capricorn moon and trine to the Cancer sun. So again, Jupiter's expanding, the sun in Capricorn, another sensitive water sign. So we're going to have a lot of feeling, a lot of emotion coming up over these few days. But nevertheless, that is very positive. And again, it's encouraging us to envisage our future, to have bigger perspectives, wider horizons, bigger dreams. It's very future oriented. And I'd really recommend from this point on, I said it before, don't give any attention and energy to what's collapsing. Don't give any attention to the old, merely focus on the new, what you want to create for your future. Even if it's just in terms of you want to live a life of joy and love and peace, even just that is going to help because it's going to magnetize that future or those experiences towards you. But don't look back, because if we look back and we focus on the drama of all that's unfolding on 3D, we are going to delay the arrival of a better world. It's really simple. It's down to us collectively how quickly that this new Earth comes in. So that is the Jupiter aspect, very positive. But Jupiter stays in Pisces all the way through until the 29th of July when it backtracks into Aquarius. But remember also with Jupiter being in Pisces, it expands whatever it's involved with. And Jupiter, uh, Pisces also represents oil and fuel. Now, oil prices, I'm very aware, have already gone up a lot this year. People are talking, experts are talking about it may hit $80 a barrel through the summer because Jupiter is expanding the price of oil. That may... Um, kind of kick on to food prices as well because if transport's more expensive equally so is food so plan accordingly now as it were Ceres goddess asteroid of harvest and agriculture is still conjunct Uranus at this point at the full moon 
And so that, again, is a suggestion of some disruptions in food supply. Now, this month, when Ceres was even tighter with this conjunction to Uranus, you may have heard there was a massive cyber attack on um, the biggest meat packing company in the world called JBS. And that has caused a lot of disruption um, in distributing meat products, including poultry, certainly across the US and, and I believe even beyond those borders. And so and also the prices have gone up because of the, the dislocation. So just be aware, this is the kind of thing that could crop up. So but if you've got food at home, no worries, you know, you, you won't have to panic. Another important aspect of this full moon is Pluto at 26 of Capricorn is opposing Venus at 26 of Cancer. Particularly if Venus is, is in your fifth house by transit or your seventh house by transit in late Cancer, this could bring up issues around relationship. Do you want to be close or do you want to be free? Well, because Venus is in Cancer, there's a greater need for security, safety. So you may find that even if the partner has been controlling, you still want to kind of hang on in because at least it's secure, it's predictable, it feels stable in that sense. Um, but just observe, these are transient, so just observe what's happening for you, particularly in those areas in relationship. Because Pluto is retrograde, it can bring up the past for you within that relationship or behavior patterns in relationships in general can come to light that you just don't need anymore. It's old stuff. There may be some fundamental changes in currencies at this time because Venus always has the generalized meaning of currencies too. So these are all happening at the full moon. Now, as I said, Saturn square Uranus very tight here, control versus freedom, um, truth versus non-truth or blockage of truth, very strong here. And what reinforces these themes really is this very long running squ uh, square we've had between Eris, currently at 25 of Aries, and Pluto at 26 of Capricorn. And we had this all through 2020, we've got it all through 2021 until October becomes exact, it's still really tight now, it becomes exact in September and October. So I think September and October could be very feisty months, very interesting months. So Eris is the female awakener. She's the sister of Mars, so she's quite a warrior energy. And particularly if she feels slighted, not heard, she takes to the streets, she kicks off, but she runs up against Pluto in Capricorn, top-down authority, rules, regulations etc. Now, there have been dozens of, I mean, probably hundreds of demonstrations, protests, marches across the world, many, many places through 2020 and through 2021 as well. You, you won't see them on mainstream media, but they're covered on, um, in other sources. So, so it's going to be interesting that Eris square Pluto, very tight square, is also reinforcing, if you like, Saturn square Uranus, this revolution, because Eris is quite similar in archetype to, to Uranus. It's this eruptive, revolutionary, freedom is everything kind of energy. We also, at this um, full moon, within a few hours, have Neptune moving stationary retrograde as well to join the retrograde party. So 
This is happening on the 25th. It's at 23 degrees of Pisces. And indeed, Neptune is at 23 degrees of Pisces the whole of June, moving very slowly, very slow orbit. It's going to retrograde back to 20 degrees of Pisces, as I say, very slow, by the 2nd of December when it turns direct. But whenever it's magnified at this point, you'll feel it a few days to either side. Again, this can be about revelation, revelation of secrets. Neptune, always about secrets. But this is beautiful for our creativity, blending with nature. Um, any kind of intuition is going to be very heightened. Notice your dreams, which could be more vivid at this time. Keep a dream diary at this time. Super important because they could be giving you lots of messages. So it's anything that where you can get into an altered state, where you lose a sense of time and space. It just goes, you're just in the zone where you're connecting to the divine. Whatever the divine means for you, that's what you're connecting to. And this can take you very easily to a state of bliss. The more you can feel bliss generally in your days, the better. That feeds your soul. The, the feeling of bliss, of utter peace, of utter kind of surrender to the divine, if you like. This is a beautiful emotion to try and feel every day, whether you feel it just being with your child, playing with your pet, painting, writing poetry, listening to music, being in nature, whatever it is, meditation, obviously, whatever it is, try and experience that. So, as I say, I think these months are going to be um, super intense, super fast moving, lots of lots of contradictions, lots of pushes and pulls, um, truth coming out, then maybe being hard to find or being discounted or whatever. But nevertheless, in this in this battle between Saturn and Uranus, which will continue through next year too, ultimately Uranus always wins, but not without. A battle. So this is what we're in at the moment. And I don't particularly like to feed battle energy, but it's it's very um, clear, almost the two, the two levels of what is happening in society right now. And I think this comes down to um, where we are putting our, our focus, really. Are we putting our focus on, and this is, this is Capricorn energy. Capricorn is about resilience. How resilient are we? And we're going to have to be resilient for some time longer, I'm afraid. But if we are giving our power, Capricorn, away to external authority, you know, I do what, what people tell me to do, essentially, then we are giving away that power from ourselves. We are much more in victim mode, if you like. Capricorn does represent those things. It represents power and it represents corporate governmental power, but it also represents your inner authority, your inner authority. And the more we can turn this inwards to I choose my reality, I turn my radio dial, I decide what I want to experience. And if I'm seeing kind of stuff that doesn't raise my frequency, I'm aware of it. Yep, I'm aware, but that's not my timeline. There are infinite numbers of timelines, and that's not going to be mine. I'm going to create something way better than that. So focus on resilience and inner authority, because this is empowerment. This is being the creator for you. 
And really in that focus is, as I say, you know, just let the old fade away as far as you're able to, but celebrate any tiny emergence of new earth. For instance, there are many events happening now on a weekly basis where people of like mind can get together um, and just connect with each other and chat and share. And um, those are really joyful because they're turning into little kind of mini hubs where people share similar skills and they're starting to build little mini businesses from home together this sort of thing that so this is the new earth this is grassroots up this is where this is where we're going to create our new um assemblies and communities that are going to create our future so celebrate every time you see any tiny sign of that that's you know, really milk that with your with your focus. Right when we get to the end of the month on the 27th, and again, you'll feel this a couple of days to either side, but on the 27th, we have incredibly strong energy. We have the moon, remember the people in mundane astrology, the moon conjunct Saturn, both square to Uranus, and Mars has now moved into early Leo and is opposing moon Saturn and also squaring Uranus. So this is a T-square. So this is very strong energy. This is combative, combustible, eruptive, and militaristic. It is sudden, unexpected, harsh, disciplined energy coming in. So I don't know how that's going to manifest in the outer world. The moon obviously moves on very quickly, but this Saturn Mars Uranus T-square is going to become exact in the early days of July, first few days of July. But we're going to feel it for a good week or so. So be aware this is a very yang energy of external power. So stay in your bliss. Knowing that's coming up, deliberately stay peaceful. Find things where you're going to be sitting by a stream. You're going to be just watching the leaves go by. You know, find something where you can really just slump, just like butter melting in the sun. You can just feel that peace and bliss if you know that there's challenging energy coming in at you. And remember, as we are moving through this incredible time in human evolution, remember I've talked so much about this new cosmic energy that so many people are feeling, talking about, channeling, um, via their galactic connections we are gonna we're getting more and more evidence of galactic beings uh, many more people as i say are, are channeling the beings and as i say uranus in taurus is the galactic earth that's what we are becoming galactic citizens we will gradually become aware through the coming months and years that we are multi-dimensional light beings so it's really important to remember where we're headed because it's way, way, way better, way better than where we are. So with all of this crystalline high frequency photonic light coming in at us, coming in in waves, remember big wave before the summer solstice, find a meditation with like-minded people that you really, you really maximize that. Remember through all that we're going to be going through in the next few weeks and months, that light is the game changer and love is the checkmate. Light is the game changer, and love is the checkmate.
Use those as your mantras, your anchors, when things get a little bumpy on the outside. We are upping our mastery day by day, literally. So feel proud, feel excited, and keep your vision on the future. I hope that's helped you. If you'd like any more information about my books, my teaching videos, my very long monthly newsletter, just check out my website, pamgregory.com. Enjoy this full moon in Capricorn on the 24th and bye for now. Makes your life 
That was a bit different, eh? This, when I was in Belgium, I bought this CD called by Sounds of the Harp, it's called, by Luke Van Lera, who plays the harp. And I didn't realise on this track, The Final World of Love, was um, his mate Erwin Van Gogh, who did the singing. Because if you listen to Pam Gregory, what was her mantra? Love is the mantra. So it all fits together, you see. So we're going to get back and talk with Gary now. How are you? Is it all right? Now, Gary? You're doing all right, uh, Barry. Thank you very much. <laughs> Are you doing okay? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, interesting stuff from Pam. So next next weekend is the full moon. So we're looking... Uh, she was talking about meditations as well. Um, we do do meditations at the shop. I think it's on now, actually. Um, we're, we're the lunchtime meditations. Um, so you can go on the website, have a look at that. So, Gary, now, we, um, we're talking about maximumwellness.com maximum well-being <laughs> is it dot .com or dot .com yeah, yeah okay so that's that's Gary's website so tell us all about that yeah maximumwellbeing.com is is our website thanks Barry uh, I guess the name came around when I first set up in practice I was actually living in Taupo uh, and my clinic name at that point was Taupo Natural Therapies However, over time, there were moves and shifts, and of course, when you live in Rotorua or Hamilton or Tauranga, being called Taupo Natural Therapies doesn't really fit <laughs> very well. So um, the name Maximum Wellbeing uh, was struck, and we've been that way ever since. So the website dovetails into what I do in my clinical work, but of course, anyone can shop on the website. Barry, um, and if you were to venture onto Maximum Wellbeing, you'll see there's quite a range of products. Um, and I guess the thing for me is that I'm a bit of a fussy bugger, and uh, I don't just use any old product. So the products that you'll see on our website are products that I've come to use over the years and trust, uh, and they're brands that really do um, go to extra lengths to ensure the quality and the integrity of any of the formulations that you might see available so uh, yeah it's for me we when we're talking energy barry there's there's a huge difference between the energy delivered from a natural whole food um sourced supplement when compared to a synthetic man-made supplement uh, yeah. there's a big difference because it that these products have an effect because of the energy that they deliver. And there's even, you can even look up, you know, there's fancy research being done that um, shows microscopic light images of different particles. And 
one that I remember seeing which illustrates this really nicely is the uh, an image of a man-made vitamin C versus the man versus the natural source vitamin C, uh. and essentially the man-made vitamin C was this dull, uh, ragged, crystalline-looking structure, whereas the natural one was this incredibly bright, um, uniform shape. Uh, of the vitamin C and that's that energy that's delivered that will have the effect or the benefit when you use a, a, a supplement of course uh, and so that's the sort of path I've followed the, there's a term that we throw around called cell resonance or cellular resonance and that's something that we aim for to improve cellular resonance and that will only come about if we're putting food or supplements into the body that are uh, basically operating at that high cell resonance mm. functional area. Oh, okay. Yeah, because probably the, ob the most obvious one is, is Professor Emoto's photographs of water, eh, where you, you sort of say, oh, this is bad, or this is, I love this water, and it completely changes this whole structure, eh? It does. Yeah. So this is, you're saying the same with the photographs of, of cell, you know? It, it's the same same thing. It's all about the energy. So, yes, the the... And this is uh, <laughs> true in so many aspects of life, isn't it? The, some of the companies that I use, for example, you can get a, a vitamin or a mineral, mineral supplement from anywhere these days, and that's, that's fine. But uh, just imagine if you're able to get a product from a company that did all the standard tests looking for heavy metals, you know, if they receive a shipment of a particular Ingredient. They're checking for heavy metals. They're checking for bacterial contamination. They're checking for pesticide residues. They're doing all sorts of microbial assays and assessments, as well as, you know, making sure that they've identified that actual product is the product. Then, so these are what good companies do. Then, just imagine if you had a company that went to another level and energetically assessed each and every ingredient uh. okay so and this is what we're talking about so some of the companies I use and the products that I really like to enjoy and you're actually benefiting from some of those <laughs> at the moment are products that are tested right at that ultimate level so if an ingredient in a formula for a you know, heart or something like that didn't pass all of those tests it's sent back to where it came from okay so right. yeah so we've got testing that's done on a standard quality pharmaceutical basis and then we've got testing that's done on an energetic basis all right and if we can go there i think we're going to be all much much better off yeah 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 oh okay yeah there's a there's a whole new world there right eh? <laughs> it is and, and yeah most of us aren't aware of it um certainly uh, when you go to the store or the supermarket or or pharmacy and and buy a, a bottle of multivitamin vitamins off the shelf <laughs> yeah. that product is like chalk and cheese to what i'm talking about when we come to whole oh, okay. food sourced um, nutrition all oh, right uh and and yeah so these things are available on our website uh, mm. we don't really shout about it too much it's more when we engage with you uh, we might sort of talk more about that but yes it comes down to uh, the energy that's been delivered right 
Yeah, because that's it. How how do we engage with Gary? <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> you, you've deserted us, haven't you? Bit. <laughs> I have a little bit. Yep. Yep. Uh, currently residing in Queensland, <laughs> but still do a lot of my work with uh, clients here in New Zealand. And thankfully, we have internet, and we and I've developed skills that allow me to actually keep in touch and work with them and for them. So whether it's a phone call or a Zoom meeting that we have, uh, we can make sure that we're working to keep those patients satisfied and give them what they need. Right. And I've developed a particular um, change, if you like, to my testing techniques, which means I'm able to test even if someone isn't able to come into the clinic. Oh, so right. it doesn't matter whether they're here in New Zealand far away in some other land um, I can set to and actually test essentially I become a surrogate for that person and um, we can oh, still right. get the same results yeah, so uh, even yeah. though it's nice to have people face to face in the <laughs> clinic it's not 100% necessary yeah. uh, but just how do we get in contact well of course the easy way is is through the website um, there's a you know contact us on the website and uh, an email is usually the way that's going to get a, a quickest, the quickest, easiest response. Right. Uh, the emails get watched pretty closely, and we're more than happy to answer questions. You know, part of part of what I do, I enjoy being able to help people, and even more so, I enjoy being able to help them into a better, better place, and a better space, and a better life. So, right. uh, if there's questions that people have, they just need to submit those, and I'm more than happy to uh, answer and reply and if we need to set up a phone call then we can do that as well yeah, yeah so somebody's got you know stomach problems say and they you know they can just contact you and you, you go from there yep absolutely yep. yeah send us an email you can phone us unfortunately obviously with being on the move and and working in the clinic it's probably easier to send an email and oh. uh, i can respond to that straight away yeah. okay so you've got a clinic in in aussie now yeah. Yep, been living for the last little while in, in uh, a little place called Sunrise Beach in <laughs> Queensland. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, that's where we operate presently. Sounds so. cool. <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, because I didn't realise, I, ju I just assumed you were still here, you know, <laughs> when, well, I, when yeah. I order stuff. <laughs> yeah, the, the products still come through, and this is the beauty of the internet, I guess, we, when yeah, it comes yeah. to products, um, as long as we're able to ship them out to the customer then uh, everything is n yeah nothing appears to have changed so. yeah, yeah yeah and you know, we don't know exactly what the future looks like um for me specifically it may be that i am coming back to new zealand a little bit more often than i have just in the last little while oh, okay. with with although who knows what's around the corner in this crazy yeah, world yeah, we live yeah. in um, when there's so funny has viruses. COVID affected your in and out much you know it, it has it has yeah. uh, we initially went to queensland simply for the winter in fact and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for a variety of reasons we we're still there yeah so oh, okay. and COVID was one of those reasons it certainly messed things up for a lot of people yeah mm. okay yeah yeah, so I mean, you you have to do quarantine every time you come in, or uh, well, this is the first time I've travelled since, and oh, okay. fortunately, no quarantine. You do oh, have to the bubble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got the bubble. As long as I did, did my declaration prior to flying, then uh, not a problem. Oh, okay. So hopefully, oh, cool. it'll stay that way and get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 
you got any cures for COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> all, all in the mind, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, turn the bloody TV off. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. You know, it's, it's back to the fear factor thing again, eh? Oh, the you fear know? factor is huge, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's been quite concerning, me talking to various family members and friends here and just seeing... Yeah, where their thought processes are, and and yeah. um, and obviously the effect that the fear that has been part of this whole thing has has uh, resulted in in their way they're moving and and the way they're making decisions, and obviously how they're feeling. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's yeah. it's uh, been quite an eye opener. Yeah, I must admit. Well, if, you, if you're here. living in anxiety all the time, it's you know. What does that do? First off, yeah. it, it down-regulates your immune system. Yeah. <laughs> so if there's yeah. this killer bug out there then and you're anxious, you're done for. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, a good yeah. look. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, it's like I've, I've always said for donkey's years, I don't do illness. I'm sorry, I'm too busy because <laughs> yeah. I haven't got time for it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> a good place to be, Barry. Yeah, 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 because yeah. yeah, a lot of it's in the mind, eh? Very yeah, much so. Yeah, we yeah, we must understand that, that, that our, yeah, our thought, our beliefs, our emotional status has a massive influence on our physiology. Oh, yeah. Huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people who, you know, worry about stuff all the time. You know, con continual worry about things hmm. that, that may or may not, or probably won't happen, but they could, you know. It's just, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a funny time. It's been a funny, funny time. Uh, and... You know, I actually interact with a number of doctors and all these doctors are very clear that there's lots of things we can do to help our body, to help our immune system and and uh, set us up in a much better place for any sort of thing that might come along. Mm. Uh, and that's just something we all ought to be doing, I think, is, is these simple simple things that we can put in place to help fortify our, yeah. our immune system and our general health. So Vince and Norman PLA, the power of positive thinking. <laughs> That's a start, yep. Yeah. yep. Understanding that the world's a beautiful place and uh, and we're here to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, quite. Um, so, yeah, and then there seems to be this still, it's still been ongoing um, government started sort of thing about who are, are anti-herbalists and anti-naturopaths um, and stuff hey you know where they're saying oh you can't say that and then if you if you <laughs> you've got it's a quite big waiver at the end of everything that says this doesn't um this doesn't cure anything <laughs> you yeah. know crazy yeah there's yes there are i guess advertising stands and bits and pieces they have a place and and they're mm. important but Certainly, we've seen uh, a lot of websites and a lot of practitioners been given a hard time over over the years for uh, doing what they do, helping people. Uh, and it's yeah, it's one of those funny, funny aspects of our health system, I guess. Uh, without sort of stepping over, <laughs> stepping on lines, uh, there's there's things you can say and things you can't say. And of course, as long as we're yeah, what am I trying to say? As long as we're sort of staying clear of the grey areas, we're we're oh. okay. But yeah. I'll give you an example of of years ago when I first moved to Taupo. You know, here where I was, new kid on the block, uh, practitioner that was willing to work with people if you know, and whatever was going on. So I actually set out and 
uh, delivered a little letter, introduced myself to the different medical centres in the town at the oh, time, yeah. <laughs> and just put it out there. Says, look, um, I'm a naturopath. I sort of specialise in these areas. Uh, if you think it's appropriate or it may be helpful or beneficial for any of your patients, then you know, please feel free to contact me. I'm more than happy to work, you know, with you know, in with you if there's going to be benefits for the patient at the end of the mm. day. Uh, I was about 10 years living in Taupo, Barry. <laughs> Never had a reply to that letter. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah they seem to be few and far between, eh? Yeah, it's a little bit of a shame that we can't sort of bring more of our practices into the into the mainstream because we know that people can feel better um, yeah, yeah, yeah. with with a multifactorial approach. Yeah. Yes, medicine, of course, has its place and, and does amazing things, but just imagine if we can enhance that with some more gentle, natural processes. Then, yeah. uh, I'm sure we can all um, understand that we'll be better off as a result. Yeah. It was one of the ladies at the shop I interviewed. She's... Um there was a guy in Auckland who was he was doctor, you know, but he had that all that herbal and background as well. So you know, completely different mindset to mm. to the normal. Where you know, in take these pills next. <laughs> yeah. It is, and, and so it's it's partly the system, of course. That's how mm. it's set up. You know, the people come in, they want their script, they want the little magic pill, so yeah. off they go. But, yeah. but if we're looking to sort of advance that, you know, and as we move into a a different time and a different energy then we really need to be enhancing and looking at different aspects of our health and that's where as we spoke just a little while ago the physical the mental the emotional the spiritual are all part of really what ideally will be assessed continually for people not no, no. not just you know okay you've got this you've got this wound or you've got this disease condition and this is the drug we're going to give you and nothing yeah. else is considered. Uh, yeah. That's a very narrow view of life and, and health. Yeah, yeah I, I can't remember who said it now. It was um, Bruce Lipton. One of one, somebody well-known speaker said about, um, you know, if you've got a broken leg or a, or a wound, go to the doctors, otherwise don't bother. <laughs> You know, <laughs> there's, there's things that they do well and things that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> beyond the understanding. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. really, is there is there is room in my world anyway for us to work together? And and as I say, some of the doctors I don't know, we do work closely together. Um, mm. And because at the end of the day, we're in we're in this to help that patient, to help that client overcome an issue. And if it needs a bit of this and a bit of this from left and right, then yeah, yeah. so be it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It still seems this this big brother attitude of you know, like the fluoride. You know, now they're trying to force all of everybody in the country to put fluoride in the water. Yeah, I you know, I just heard that news. last week. Actually, I was talking to a good friend, um, Janice Priest, former Healthy Options editor. She's oh, yeah. uh, just alerted me to the fact that yeah, it's not. It's been taken away from regional yeah uh, councils, and now they're looking at fluoride nationwide is that right yeah 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 well yeah it's up i think it's up for the second reading in parliament about yeah taking it from from the district health board onto the the government health service whatever they're called and then the guy who does the um or ashley bloomfield is the director of health or something um who comes on television every day and talks about the covid thing you know or he was um it's down him if he says, oh, yeah, no, I think everybody will go fluoride, phew, 
bad news, you know. Mm. There's all these places where there is no fluoride. You know, I mean, Hamilton, oh, you probably weren't here, they voted it out. Uh, I remember, yes. Yeah, they voted it out of Hamilton and they stopped it. Um, and then all of a sudden they had another meeting and they voted it back in again. And I said, oh, well, we'll set up two taps in Hamilton where you can go and get fluoride-free water. Well, the one out of the Arbor Arboretum has been out of action for a year, probably. They keep saying, oh, no, it's got, got colic in it or, you know, E. coli in it or something. Mm -hmm. And then the other one's intermittent in, in uh, by the, by the um, Claudeland showgrounds, you know. But that's the only place you can get fluoride, non-fluoridated water. Unless you come to infinity, of course, because we put filters in. <laughs> we put filters in, so our coffee and tea and drinking water has had all the fluoride taken out of it. Excellent. And and what else? Um, chlorines, probably. Yeah. 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 Oh, look, it's, it's, it's such a shame when, when I hear that sort of thing because there is so much research out there. And oh, yeah. it, it blows me away that uh, there's this underlying attitude that it doesn't matter. Yeah, this is... This is yeah, this is a way of medicating the nation, and yeah. it's yeah, not. <laughs> if we look at all the research, it's quite clear. I remember years ago when I was in Taupo, there was a big push, and uh, there was a international speaker invited to talk to the Taupo Council oh, at yeah. the time, uh, who yeah spoke on the international circuit about the potential risks of fluoridation. Oh. And he had all the latest research, you know, right up to the up to the minute studies that have been done on groups that were fluoridated or not, and all the oh, rest yeah. of it. So it was clear that yeah, there were definite oh. differences. Essentially, the council had a response to his presentation written before he did his presentation. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do wonder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wonder. No, because where we used to be, the dentist we used to be underneath a dentist. And he was all for it, you know. But when you think about it, if you drink something, it goes past your teeth, that's it. Mm. Get a tube of fluoride toothpaste. Yep. Do not swallow this. <laughs> yep. It, it just brings up another another area that I do work, and that's uh, about the thyroid gland and thyroid function. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So fluoride is one of those um, halides, like bromine and, and uh, chlorine and stuff, and these affect our thyroid hormone receptors. Oh. So if there's more fluoride in your body, there's less likelihood that your thyroid um, hormones are going to be used in the appropriate way. So that's just one area that that single um, ingredient can influence the body, oh. Oh. Uh, let alone the sort of bones becoming brittle and, and all the other potential concerns yeah. relative to fluoride. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... It, it it's really is disappointing because we know the chemistry and the research is there, and yet for some reason yeah. it doesn't seem to get into the right hands. Yeah, I know it's weird, eh? You know, it, it, it gets so much stuff on the internet. I mean, there's a big push at the moment to write to your MP to to, to try and squash it. You know, all all my friends are sending it every day. <laughs> Don't forget to write to your MP. Say that there's all the research and so on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they don't seem to you know head in the sand sort of job, mm. eh? You know, very, uh, yeah. very disappointing and very hard to really understand why that is the case. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's to me that's one of the biggest problems. Why, when you get elected to parliament 
and you get paid all sorts of money and free this and free that and then instead of working for the people you have this weird idea that it's it's against what everybody wants so how weird is that Mm. (laughs) yeah Yeah. well hamilton was a prime example wasn't it yeah it was voted one way by the public yeah yeah and that decision was Pushed yeah. down and, and turned around, yes. Yeah. So it, it, <laughs> it's a strange democracy we live in. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've had run-ins with, with um, local councillors, <laughs> not, not not here, but Waikato District, you know, years ago. <laughs> so we specifically said, do not do this. And then what did they do? Did it. <laughs> what part of it couldn't you understand? You know, I, 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 just, I just can't fathom it. You know, it's back to um, you know what you think, I suppose, eh? Or how, uh, yeah, how are they being directed? Why are they being influenced to to do that sort of stuff? Mm. You know, uh, yeah. There's one word that we know. We don't need to say it, but yes, it's uh, there's something that drives a lot of things in our world, isn't there? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think it's as bad as America, but you know, lobbying and and all that sort of stuff is yeah it must go on mm. yeah yeah oh undoubtedly yep. yeah yeah uh, unfortunately and big money's the big mo- big money's the way the, the you know influences it eh? yeah you know because i mean how much money has the, have they made out of the covid vaccines billions and billions and billions eh? you know huge and yeah. the way they're setting up is that that's going to be continual yeah, you know, yeah. Extra boosters or slight variations on the theme, kind of like your, your flu jab anyway, where they change it every year and and so they've got to sell more product every oh, year. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, to what end? You know, yeah. in my view, uh, the end will be a very much weakened, underpowered immune system if people go down that pathway. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because our body has this amazing wisdom and yep. always has. We've always been exposed to all sorts of pathogens you know viruses are in fact part of what we've been exposed to over the thousands of years that have resulted in our present dna that's what's caused us to change and adapt and 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 survive Uh. so if we're doing things to potentially dull down that natural innate ability yeah what what is the is the outcome Uh. yeah it's it's uh it's a scary thought in some ways Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they talk about not letting kids out to play in the mud. <laughs> you know, we've got all our we got all our immune system from that, eh? Hey? Yeah, totally. In the dirt yeah, and, yeah. You know, we've learned we've learned a lot about that whole area. You know, this yeah, sanitize this and yeah, and yeah, clean yeah. that. And there's yeah. this theory you probably heard about it, Barry. The um, hygiene hypothesis. Oh, okay. And it's about that type of thing. You know, where we have in some areas created a you know uh, you know we 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 wash ourselves and and clean everything every day and in every way and so we've got these sparkling yeah. bacteria free surfaces yeah well our world and our body <laughs> isn't a bacteria free world you know no. we've got trillions of bacteria that live on us and within us and they're absolutely critical to our function oh. So if we continually use things to destroy and kill and destroy and kill and, and sanitize and whatever, oh. uh, we will get to the point where our body won't function anymore. Oh. It's, it's, 
that's just the way it is. So we need to have this symbiotic relationship with all the different bugs in our world. And so exposure to different variations and viruses is, is a part of that development and evolution. Uh, There's no yeah, escaping. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it really annoys me when I see all these adverts on the television for, you know, wash your hands. They're doing it to kids, saying, oh, wash your hands. You know, this will kill 99% of your germs mm. all the time. And it's, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. See, you can see the dollar signs behind it all, eh? You yeah. know. Oh, for sure. And there's one, there's one ingredient... Um, that has commonly been used in hand sanitizers over the years. It's it's a widely used ingredient. Uh, it's actually a really close cousin. This particular chemical is a really close cousin to Agent Orange. Oh, okay. And that's in your hand sanitizer. So, also people really need to understand that there's always bugs on our skin. Uh. They're there for a reason. And when you apply a, a, a liquid or a gel or a, some sort of thing to your skin, wherever that is, within a very short period of time, that is in your blood. Okay, oh. our, our skin, yes, it's a protective coating, but it's permeable. So yeah, anything yeah, that apply, is applied, you know, it, it, transdermally, it's actually into the blood. So if it has a toxic component your liver and all your other detox systems and organs have to do their thing to get rid of it. Mm. When it's continual exposure to toxins, day in, day out, multiple times a day and in whatever form, those toxins potentially can accumulate and that's when we start seeing other problems. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> so we need the bacteria. We can do with less of the toxic chemicals and um, we will be much better off. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds, that sounds good. Um, right, so... Just to to, round, to wind up, <clears throat> Gary Beck, right? Maximum, Maximum Wellbeing. Wellbeing. Dot com. Dot com. <clears throat> go go on the, go on the website. Have a wander around and look at stuff, and then you can you can register with you, can't you? And then yes, uh, a lot of our products are uh, not available for standard retailing, but all you need to do is register with us, and then we will give you a key and an approval, which will allow you to shop for. Uh, some of the more specialised products. So, uh, and as as I mentioned, Barry, questions. If you have questions or queries, please don't hesitate to uh, send them through. Cool. All right. Thanks, Gary. We'll play a bit of music, and then I'll come back and sign off.
Ugly Spotted Eagle and uh, Prey, which is a good thing for the thing for today. I'm Barry, it's been the voice within. Shalom, kakite, eboya, asalam, may your God be with you. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.